Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, youtube.com slash secrets of the sire, and a whole bunch of other places that are just great places are, to be. Yeah, and there are other places that are places. We are talking... <laughs> Avengers Endgame, we are talking Captain Marvel, we are talking Alita Battle Angel, and we are talking the Bud Knight. We are talking post-Super Bowl commercials. I'm your host, Michael Dolce, and as always, joined by my co-host extraordinaire, Mr. Hassan Godwin. How you doing, sir? I'm better. You're was, better? Yeah, I was, I was really bad Monday and Tuesday. Really? I had food poisoning. I feel though like. though I am I am instructed to inform the world that it wasn't the Super Bowl party that I was at where I contracted no? this food poisoning. No? Yes. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Right. So no lawsuits. But um yeah, I'm I'm way better now than I was, let's say, yesterday. Well that's good to hear. That's what I like to hear. I'm I'm um, happy about it. You know, one observation I gotta make already What's that? is the fact that it's just me and you tonight. We, I know, we're we, alone. <laughs> the we're last well, not, two weeks not, we've not had totally like eight hundred guests in studio. We've had Netflix producers, we've had podcast hosts, we've had bona fide celebrities, we've had bald-headed uh, Spanish friends of ours. <laughs> oh I can only I don't, say that. I don't, um, I don't know if it was 800. I think you might, <laughs> you might be exaggerating, you, just a little bit, you might... You might be pushing those numbers. You might be padding that account. You a think so? Bit. I don't yeah, think so. maybe. I don't think so. At I don't all. think eight hundred people could fit in <laughs> I this think, in this studio. I think we've had eight hundred, <laughs> and now today we have two. All right, <laughs> tonight we are talking. What are we talking about? What, Super what Bowl. It was oh. a Super Bore. Oh, you, you, well, you, bar- you, you gave the lead away. All right. First of all, first there's no lead. <laughs> we're this supposed is, to we're no, supposed to build to that though. This is the show, so oh, there's, there's yeah, no but, like leading into the but show. But they could just turn off now because they already know how we feel about it. Yeah, we we're, were not here to talk about the Super Bowl. We were robbed. We were cheated. Not the not the not the show. But you're talking about the what everybody usually watches for. They don't they don't watch for the game. They watch for all the oh the, no, the no, intermission no, no, stuff, no 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 the trailers the <laughs> no, commercials. That was the best part <laughs> of the Super. Oh, Bowl. you're saying the the, the ball game. I I am. watched that ball game, and you know, it <laughs> the, was the mere fact that you're calling it a ball. It was game. a ball game. It was that's that is speaks to the audience that we actually uh, show to because quite frankly. Darren, who was the bald-headed Spanish fellow that we love. I am sure um, Darren Sanchez. Darren and I. People figured that out. Darren okay. and I are both big sports fans. So mm. we actually watch for the football. Now, I'm a Jet fan, so I hate the Patriots. The ball game. You watch the ball game. That is what us outsiders <laughs> refer to. Because it is a, a bunch of robust gentlemen in armor playing with a ball. That's what it is. And therefore, it is a ball game. I know, but I don't. I don't care what the parlance of our times is about it. I, it is a ball game. I watched the ball. It was. A res- I'm respectfully you are referring every, to it, like '80s movie, <laughs> where I, the guy who's into like comic books and nerds and geeks are like, I did not like the ball game. <laughs> I didn't even dislike the and ball the jock game. That beats them up. <laughs> like, I got literally. listen. Listen, how it worked is I got to the Super Bowl party and uh, like literally, of, you are pinned up against a fence right now. I am not by I, three jocks, and really, they're like, do you, do you they're see? like, we hate you because you're a nerd, and you're like, but I like the ball game, <laughs> <laughs> and then they punch you. Do you see three jocks intimidating me though? That's, no, because that's that's not what we do here. <laughs> okay, I got to the I got to the the, the party, and. I was like, okay, I, you went to a Super Bowl party. Yeah, I, I know. Tell I, me about I the go, Super Bowl. I go, I go to one, uh, the same one for the last like twenty five years. You know, very good friends of mine, um, and friends of friends, and actually some mutual friends of ours are were were present. Okay, and um, you know, I'm like, okay, so uh, Pats and Rand, right? So, did you call them the Rands? Like they they ran? I said Pats and Rams. Okay, right? I say, okay, so um. What are we doing here, guys? And everyone was like, Rams. We're all Rams. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, so what What, what about the Patriots? And, we hate and they're like, oh, yeah, everybody we hate hates those guys. Everybody hates them. Everybody, every, nobody's team was playing. Everybody just decided who they hated. Yes. So they were, we're not rooting for the so, Rams. We're rooting against the I Patriots. I always say sports is an amazing analogy for politics. This is exactly the amazing analogy for politics. I know. Wait. wait when people say to you, get out and vote and you're like well i don't like either candidate 
They're like, well, vote against the one you don't like. Nobody likes That's that, though. I mean, all the no all one the, hates all the idealistic people don't like when you say that. How uh, no, dare I, I have to vote against someone? I, I want to vote for someone I because know. they think they live in the utopia, and we, we don't. That was so, our, that was our Super Bowl. So I'm like, everyone's voting for the everybody's rooting for the Rams, right? Yeah. So I'm all right. Then I'm a Patriots guy, you know, just because I want to be different. And no one talked to me for the rest of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I drank copious amounts of beer because no one talked to that me. Is like also be- because I that was is like living. Queasy. So I'm going to make this as non-political, a political statement. That is like living in New York or California and being like, I'm a Trump guy. <laughs> I'm rooting for Trump tonight. There's a, there's a I'm rooting of, for Trump to win the election. There's, there's more more than a few of them. And I've run into almost all of them yeah. here, in, here in New York City. There's, it's I, it's I know. totally fine. Love who you love. There are there are Patriots fans who I, live in New York I don't too. understand the violence. In fact, a, in fact the head coach and the quarterback are Patriots. Everyone are, are at ta- that party knows well. that I am not a football fan. That I, I'm not. A, I'm I, just I, merely saying every what one of you them, just said. Every are. one of them knew that. Okay. And every one of them knew that I was a, you know, that I was a fair weather fan. I was a casual observer. I don't understand why the vitriol. Why did I have to be hated? So, you, you, so people that tune into our show are neither football fans, no, maybe nor Trump fans. I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know. No but, comment. So why don't we talk about the trailers that debuted? And one in I wanted to do that, but you started talking about the ball game and then making fun of me about <laughs> it, the fact it wasn't a I ball game. I love the fact that you're, you're calling it the ball I'm gonna game. I'm going to keep calling it a ball game because you love the fact that I'm calling it a ball game, which actually means you don't think I should be calling it a ball you game. You absolutely should not be there calling it a ball game. There you go. That's why now it is a ball game. It is always going to be a ball oh, game. Oh, my God. I'm only going to use that on you because I know that other people will start swinging at me if I call it a ball game. Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I saw that. Had a trailer. Yeah, it did. During the ball game. <laughs> During the ball game. Chris, yeah. Chris, who's our producer yeah. tonight, who calls it a ball game? I do. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. He knows better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good Lord. Oh, my God. It's a ball game. It's a game played with a ball. It's logic. All right. That's academic. That's just a simple academic. So there were, there were a couple trailers, okay? We're, and we're going to get into I know, all you of keep them because we about have that. no guest tonight. So we're going to keep telling me that too. Uh, I'm going to talk about the commercial that was the greatest commercial of all time. Mm. The greatest commercial crossover of all time. Mm. Avengers Endgame, though, kicked off the trailers. Mm. Uh, there's a Captain Marvel trailer. There's an Alita Battle Angel trailer, which we'll talk about as well, too. Yep. Um, not new stuff necessarily, nope. though. None of it. But it's Nothing time, we haven't seen. People, but it's the first time we'll talk about it. A lot so of people good. were watching the ball game last night, hoping for um, hoping for a glimpse of episode nine. Crushing they, me every yeah, time. Like every time you say I that. And, I and I know at this point you're just saying it to crush me. I know. It's like at the end of the day. But uh, <laughs> in the end. Yeah. Mm. In the end. It's at the end of the day. But uh, you know, no one, no one saw it. Even though Lucasfilm said there's not going to be a trailer, guys, we're not going to be showing you a trailer. There's a whole bunch of people was on Twitter today and uh, and on social media, like, yeah. damn, I really wanted there to be a trailer. Why was there no trailer? Why are they holding out? Why, you know, you know, Lucasfilm is doomed. They know they're doomed. They know the movie's crap. That's why they're not showing it to us early. There's a whole bunch of our typical favorite Star Wars conspiracy theories. <laughs> so, like, it's it's kind of funny. Um, as you talk about like this, you know, those of us who refer to it as a ball game usually watch Super Bowl um, for the for the trailers or for you yeah. know for the commercials well, abso- and stuff like absolutely. that. Absolutely, so especially when the game is crap, which in the eighties and nineties it was crap, crap, like constantly constant crap. It was like fifty five to fourteen. That was an actual score in nineteen ninety four. That's that not game a crap was, game if you were if you were cheering for the team that had fifty five points. <laughs> I repeat that I'm a Jet fan, so no. I was hoping for a good game. I don't know why you guys even show up. Hey, but hey, anyway, we've got a good quarterback going forward. Chris, Chris and I will do a whole podcast on it. It'd be great. Go ahead. You don't think Sam Darnold's good? Oof, there you go. There goes that. No, no, I know, but, it, there, but Sam Darnold. Goes, I mean, Sam. There Darnold. goes that assertion. All right, that's all wrong. Everyone's apparently. like, I don't know who that Sam Darnold <laughs> is. Does it <laughs> look like, like Captain America? I just know you're talking yeah. about that snazzy ball game. Where you're playing on oh, that pigskin. Oh. <laughs> all right, so Avengers Endgame. Grab that pigskin. Was one of the first trailers that came out. Right. But immediately, people are kind of looking at it and saying, "Something looks kind of funny about this trailer." There's a lot of missing elements to this said trailer. 
So there are missing elements. IGN actually came up with an article, and uh, they might be. Igan, Igan came out with an article. Did the Avengers yeah, Endgame Super Bowl trailer edit out a character? Uh, the Avengers Endgame Super Bowl spot had fans questioning some shots in the 30 seconds of new footage, uh, whether if a character was edited out as to not give away any spoilers. Curiosity arose in regarding to two main shots, which yeah, appeared to have awkward gaps between characters. Uh, we've already a good idea of who survived Thanos's snap at the end of Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, because they showed us. Yeah, well, I know, <laughs> but some characters' survivals are unknown. Um, fans are speculating if characters are edited out, it could be anyone from Shuri, uh, who we know was considered missing from the Avengers Endgame trailer but we never actually saw it disappear into dust, to Iron Man, who is currently trapped in space, although in the trailer they kind of tell you how he's going to get out. He's, t- he's stuck in space, but he's, he's, got, um, he's got Nebula with him. Well, you see, know, Nebula wasn't with him in the original trailer, I think. And but he was with him at the end of, at, at the end of uh, Infinity War. She was with him. Oh, yeah. So, like, duh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not hard. Yeah, That's not right. a difficult one. You're a smart guy. I watched the film. <laughs> the biggest spoiler that would be avoided, though, is if Captain Marvel was edited out of these shots. What do you think? Why would that be a spoiler if we knew that Captain Marvel was going to be some kind of deal yeah. in, in Endgame? To she has so no much role. So- she has no role. Yeah, exactly. That would that would be the spoiler. Spoiler. You know, they went so far as to show us the that uh, Fury was calling her at the end of Infinity War, right? And her movie's coming first, specifically to right. so that we would we be set up properly for. Come on, that's 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 oh, that's news for the sake of news. Igan needs to to. I don't know. They should be ashamed of themselves. They they're should. making a, they're making a big deal out of nothing. The, what should what should be made a big deal of is how boring that trailer was. How com- completely uneventful that trailer was. It was just a whole. We're just gonna flash you a whole bunch of faces and Do show you know how that, much it costs five point two five million dollars for a. They flash faces and they should they 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 darken the color palette. That they show that the color palette was like kind of grayed and washed out and and kind of dark and grim, right? Grimmer than you know because half the universe disappeared. And, you know, they talked a little bit about how the world was, you know, empty and they showed empty stadiums and stuff like that. You know, yeah. little little sad moments. Yeah. I get it. But nothing happened. Didn't show us anything happened except for Captain America shaved his beard. The only thing that, well, then they showed that in the first trailer, too. The only thing I thought was, was actually relevant, but you actually pointed out that Nebula was part of the... She was there anyway, so I was, was going to say one, that it was she was the one who set who 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 set Star Lord up to piss off fandom. Yeah, because she told Star Lord that that obviously Gamora was dead because he went to whatever place and came back without her. Right, so Star Lord freaked out and punched uh, Thanos in the face. And then somehow that freed Thanos, and he destroyed the world. So, <laughs> but Nebula was there. Nebula was one of the only people other than Tony Stark to. To you know, to survive, to yeah. not disappear. Yeah, everybody was focused on Spider Man. Everyone was weeping because Spider Man kind of turned to dust in front of him. So before we go to commercial, but we know there's another Spider Man movie coming. So let me, let me before we go to commercial, do you think some? Do you think there was an edited out character? Sure, I, they could have been. If they're gonna edit out a mustache on Superman's face, they could edit out a whole character. I'm sure there is. I just don't. I, I know we do this. I know this is the job. But I just, there's some things I just don't want to know about a, a brand new big event that's coming up that I just want to see. I want them to reveal it. I don't want to sit here and just, and I, I, I appreciate, I know that's what we're supposed to do. But I just can't stand how we just hammer and hammer away at the littlest, stupidest details and then decide to make a story out of no story. There's no story yet because you don't know if there was or there wasn't. Do it afterwards when we see it and we and we watch it. We compare footage again and they say, "Hey, they edited out that footage. That's a story, you know." They, hey, watch out for this, guys. They sometimes they're now they're taken to manipulating our trailers for you know from our vision. Isn't that something though? Like, would that? It's be, ridiculous. Like, you put that. You put the had, footage in there. Let me on ask purpose. you a question and let me throw it out to our Facebook audience, our YouTube audience in general. Has that happened? Ha- Does sure. anyone know? No, no, no. Does anyone know of a trailer? That may have been manipulated 
There's tons before of them. it goes. Tons of them. When because we, it, when we come back. The initial idea was to replace Daredevil with Michael B. Jordan in season three. Because rumor, Michael B. Jordan starring mm. in every movie. He's going to be uh, hosting the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> next is he going to be my co-host? Yeah, he's going to be Jordan. Hassan, Michael I would B. fire you so fast uh-huh. if I could yeah. get Michael B. Jordan. Right, well, there's, there's that solidarity we were talking about. <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. Streaming live on Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire and YouTube.com slash Secrets of the Sire. I want to give a shout out to our patrons. Go to Patreon.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Hey, it's a trend. Imagine that. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Brought to you by our beloved patrons, uh, Craig Caruso, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai, Omar, not her name. Oh, Omar hi. Morales, program director Stephanie Dolce, and as always, our Uber fan Christina Dolce. Okay, we were talking about the Avengers Endgame trailer, and I we threw were. the question out: Do trailers get manipulated in such a blatant way that Avengers Endgame potentially was manipulated, as per Jesse Wade's article on IGN? You are you talking about like how was footage ever manipulated in general? You know, because we do have cropping is different than like. But we do have a phenomenon where they show like deleted scenes in the trailer, and then you go to the movie to see that particular scene, and that scene didn't show up, or or the scene was cut differently when you actually watch it from from how you remember it to be in the trailer. That has happened um, a zillion times. There's there's a there's 150, or you know they they manipulate trailers. They use soundtrack music from other movies. To make uh to to make the the actiony events the explodey actions in the trailers look um look more explodey and and more exciting, so they've done that. There's a lot of trailer manipulation. There's there's no honesty. There's absolutely <laughs> yeah, no honesty. There's I agree a lot with of tra- <laughs> <laughs> none of it is honest. None of it's like, hey, give our show a shake. Like, All right, no, Tara Maria Lombardo said they edited out Spider Man in the Civil War trailer. Uh, what does she know about? She doesn't know anything. Did they? Tara doesn't think you and I are friends also, by the way. so <laughs> We hate each other. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay. Absolutely. Uh, um, Victoria Bennett, yes, they Victoria did. Bennett suggested She's that right. the new fan theory is that um, Far From Home takes place before Infinity War. And well, that, yeah, I get that. And, and, and that, that, that uh, could be... The bus scene is actually them coming home from being abroad. Fair enough. Fair enough. Here's the thing. Two things. Okay. Tara is absolutely correct because they did erase. We hate each other. Got yes, you. we do. Done. Um, <laughs> they did erase Spider-Man from uh, from from Civil War. Um, okay. There is a the, uh, Victoria's might be correct. There is a possibility that it's a prequel. But why? What's the point of that? I'm not going to go see that if it's a prequel because I know how because so? I know how it ends. I know he turns to dust. So who cares what he does? I disagree, though. Spider-Man disagree. is coming back. There's no way Marvel... There's no way the MCU is killing Spider-Man. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're Spider-Man. Not. If Far From Home is a prequel, though, it has nothing to do with whether or not... But it doesn't like, matter. what happens in Infinity it, it, War, it, though. It, it, if they're going to... But here's the thing. What they should have done was not make another Spider-Man movie until next year, right? And then it, it wouldn't be up on the roster. So everybody would say, if, they, if this manipulation speculation thing is real... They'd be like, I don't even see another Spider-Man movie coming up the pike, you know? So Spider-Man might actually be dead. He might really be dead. He might be gone. But no, you're going to put... Come on. <laughs> come on. What are you giving me to come on for? Come if on. The, the, the movie's come in, on. The other movie is in production, then I'm like, come on. Of course he's coming back. That's ridiculous. Why would they erase him from... The, maybe they did. Maybe he's erased from the trailer. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Nothing you see can be real. Nothing is real. Nothing can be substantiated until we actually see the film. All of it could be. None of the footage you have seen so far uh, may actually be in the film. It might all be outtakes. It might all be deleted scenes. It might all be, you know, like like recut sure. s- sequences. So I wouldn't really speculate. I think it's stupid because if you chose that film to put yeah. in your trailer... yeah. 
why did you choose that film if you have to spend five million dollars erasing somebody out of the out of the 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 footage? Why not choose other scenes without that spoilery character in it? Doesn't make any sense. I don't disagree with that. I don't. So in that context, I, I say, say sure. I say sure they did it. Sure they did it. But who cares? I, I, I say they're dumb enough to do it. Then sure they did it. <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say let's move on to another trailer. Of course we're going to move on because I was about to make a point. So of course that's what you want well, to do. Your is point? Always move on. I made, made point. my point. That's why I jumped over you and made my point because I knew you were going to change the subject. Well, that's what we do. But you made your point. I had I was but I put a I put a stamp on my point. Oh, okay. I put my. Oh, okay, put my so it's not just about touch. making points. It was. It was my coup d'état. You need to put a L O T H R stamp. Yes. On each point. Yes. Is what you're saying. I needed to put a Lord of the Radio stamp on my final point. That That's was exactly a Lord of the Rings stamp. Huh? That's what I was going for. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I call it Lord of the Radio, though. So fine. Look at you. Whatever. Go. All right. There's a Captain Marvel trailer and the big um, mantra was higher, further, faster. Did it go higher, further, faster for you? It looked good. The footage looked good. It looked great. Yeah. I haven't seen anything new from it. I've yeah. seen her flying through space before. I've seen all the stuff in the... You my know, my little, initial reaction was kind of like, what's the point? But then the other part of me is like, all right, it's a Super Bowl. I get it. Yeah, and they show I her in the it. Air Force. You know, they, they you know try to get that jingoistic thing going. So that's cool. Let me ask you a question. If you see an ad... Not necessarily a Super Bowl ad, but most likely a Super Bowl ad where it says, go to the website to, to see the whole trailer. Do you ever do? No. No one ever does, right? Because like, it's Chris, like... you? No, he's shaking his head. And you, and you know five minutes from now you're going to be able to see it all on YouTube without having no, no, to go but, to the secret... But I guess even that, even that, I think most people, they have like a, a, a statistic of some kind. I think, I think because of your original point about the manipulation of the trailers or IGN's original point about uh, the trailer being manipulated, I think people are just kind of tired of being manipulated. Everybody is into the hype train. You caught them with uh, Infinity War. Everybody, you know, everybody waited patiently the year. For, you know, for, now it's coming out in two months, right? Yeah. So all right, we've seen enough, and and then sometimes I don't want to see a full fifteen minute segment out of this movie, yeah. which is usually the high point yeah. of the movie anyway. I don't think they need to do that in this. I in this don't think they case do either at this point. I think the last trailer was the coup d'état, which is great too, because sometimes, you know, well, some that's movies, what I'm saying about why would they manipulate? Like if right. they did it, like that's right. that's nonsense. Like oh, manipulate, just cut that character out so that nobody knows. Like you know, just cut that footage. Yeah. They're gonna. You got them anyway. I know. It's like Star Wars. You've got them anyway. I don't even I care what people are talking about. I episode know, nine. I they will show up. I know, I so know. stop it. I but know. anyway, that's it. But IGN needs something to write about, and that's that's what that happened. Hey, look, Jesse Wade is a, is a fantastic reporter. I'm not. I have. I have no no disrespect to those there. people in general, but they need something to hype out about, you know, because we don't do journalism anymore. We don't. We no. don't. We don't. We don't send people to the sets. We don't have people having interviews with light the lighting guy and the right. the, 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 the the director of photography. We don't do it anymore. It's just all what if what if we're being lied to? What if we're being screwed? What if we're being what if we're being misdirected? Yeah. What if we're seeing something that we're not really supposed to be seeing, even though we're seeing it and we didn't know we were seeing it until we saw it, and then we are that we saw it because it was a spoiler what would we do and that's that's what journalism is now so you know of course they need something to uh to to get the hype train going but i don't think they i, I don't think that movie's gonna suffer let me ask you a question out of all the trailers that i was most impressed with i gotta be honest with you alita battle angel was the most impressive to me no no um and maybe it's because I'm not familiar with the with the source material. I'm going to say something really, really uncharacteristic of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm all ears. Let's do it. Let's do it. James Cameron has never let us down. There were some movies that he has put out. Yeah. You're right. There's some movies that he has you're put not out. You're wrong. That, that you're like, this is not going to... What are you trying to do? We know the boat sinks, James. No one's going to go see your stupid... It's a really expensive Titanic movie, you know. Oh my God, James, are you talking? Did you make a movie about blue Indians and on 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 a on an alien planet with floating rocks, James? No one's gonna see that, James. Except, you're except you're being stupid. Exactly, exactly. 
So here we go, Battle Angel. And everyone's like, her eyes are too big. <laughs> Alita. <laughs> Battle Angel. Well, yes. Whatever. Alita Battle I, Angel. I, no, to be such honest with you, I'm actually just, I just did such that. Such an ass. <laughs> no, I, I am an ass, and I am very obnoxious <laughs> about it, because quite frankly, uh, leading up to it, I am so in the not know of this movie that I kept calling it Battle Angel Alita when I was just talking about it in general. Like because in pre- that's in the, pre-production. I think that's the manga is called Battle Angel Alita. Oh, is it really? I think am I so. Like, am I like I don't super know. smart? It might be it? Alita Battle Angel. It, I, I, I'm dyslexic, so I might have that back. <laughs> I don't know. But it doesn't matter. All right, awesome. Hey, look, if that means that I score some points yeah, maybe. In my own, for my own but fed, Okay, I'm, Alita I'm cool Battle Angel, right? Everyone was complaining about her eyes are too big and this and that is too big. I just think it's going to be a spectacle. James Cameron is good at giving us a spectacle. Is it going to be a quality film with meaningful, you know, uh, segments in it that that you know tug the heartstrings and make us really think about the, you know, the the failures of our society at large? No, it's just going to be something we're going to go. Wow, that was really pretty, and <laughs> and we're all going to keep throwing our our, our quarters into the machine. To see it, just like he's it done with us. Really I don't know if it's gonna. I, I, I will not speculate that this movie is going to be another greatest movie of all time. Mahersha Ali is uh, sorry. Yeah, no, Mahersha Ali is in it as well too. And that guy's fucking awesome. Ooping. That guy's awesome. Like you watch. He's you, all right. He's are you okay. watching True Detective? Yeah. Yes, he's okay. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. Because you, you keep telling me about how great True Detective is. Uh-huh. And I did watch that's the first what, episode that's why I'm and saying, it was great. That's why I'm saying he's okay. <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm totally BSing. Like, that's why you I'm haven't seen there. You haven't seen the most recent episode. No, which we I have not. Talk I'm about. on episode two. I'm on episode two. That, the most recent episode yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. It's, it's, and I'm not talking about because of what happens in it, just because of the drama that's in it. It's really good. But yes, so that guy Marisol Ali is, is, is fantastic. He's probably going to be underused in this. Because this is an action adventure spectacle, it's just it, this is probably a resume piece for him. It's not it's not like a Green Book or anything like that where he's you know, you know I mean he was Hunger Games, so it's not like he needs a franchise necessarily. But that being said, he was a bit uh, yeah. player. In so this Hunger is Games, bigger, you so. know, it's a bigger piece for him, and everybody needs one of these. But that being said, he's like one of those actors, though. I want to. I, I I'm not putting him in Tom Hanks's category yet. But he's pretty damn close. Where you just sit there, he and go could like, be. You just sit there and go like, "All right, whatever he's in is going to be great." Like even if it's not great, it's it, still like I'm I'm very happy that I plunked down. Yeah, whatever well, he's, sum of he's, money. He's one of those or people. my cable bill or my like rental. F- like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, I get what you're saying. So, I, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on him as being the uh, a saving grace for this movie. I think right. he's just going to be a, a a feature in it. You know, he's just going to be there. He might not even be there as much as you want him to. I just think it's gonna be a spectacle. Yeah, and I think that's gonna be enough for it. And I don't, and I do not predict it's gonna be another uh, super movie for Cameron where it makes more money than any other yeah, movie that's ever made. Cameron's a producer in this, right? Yeah, but, but I mean, he's been the... he's been behind this project for a long time. No, he didn't. I don't think he directed this. No, but he's been behind this project for a long, long time. Sure, sure. So you know, it, he's pushing it, but. If he's put his name on it and he's pushing it like that, it's right. probably going to be something. I would imagine, you know. But it could, it could be a Ghost in the Shell. It could be, it could be another one of those. You think so? Could be, could be. Was he? He was a producer on that. No, but I mean that was another manga live at you know like attempt to 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 broaden and to to three dimensionalize a uh, a very famous manga uh, movie, which okay. was Ghost in the Shell right. with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Fair and enough. so you know, and you and you remember what happened with that, right? <laughs> that, that, that didn't work out so great. So not a great movie, not a not waste a, not of a terrible time. movie, not a great movie. But it just it was it was panned. You know, it was it was it hurt. It was hurt really bad. Do you know what was not a waste of my time? And do you know what was actually the entire highlight of my night? I'm not especially gonna, because the Rams couldn't put up more than three points. I'm not going to help you with your segue. <laughs> I'll let you know when we get back. Mm-hmm. Rosario yeah. Dawson's just yeah, got whoever like, her agent is. Uh, she's like, put me in everything. Yeah. everything. <laughs> but you don't mean everything, do you? No, I no, do. I mean everything. I mean everything. I want to be in someone's birthday cake next week. Um, <laughs> that may have been the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> no. Secrets of the Sire.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live, facebook.com slash Secrets of the back. Sire. I want my Wednesdays back. You'll 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 be getting them back pretty soon. <laughs> actually, pretty good. What uh, look at, look what want. I just did there. <laughs> Is that a little for, foreshadowing? Ooh. Darren C. Guzman just asked, "What about the ball game's halftime show?" <laughs> the Stop the ball calling game. it the ball game. Yes. That Thank is, you, Darren. Uh, <laughs> the funny part is, <laughs> with the exception of Ryan Bodenheim, who draws for Valiant Comics and has done a bunch of stuff at Image, no one in our industry is into the sports. <laughs> into the into them sports. Darren Sanchez, yeah. sorry, Darren Sanchez. Yeah, Darren, Darren Sanchez. Sanchez and I are into the sports. Sky Klein, Mike, Mike Martz, Sky Klein. Yeah, but Scott Klein. Does he was more he was at he, my Super Bowl I know, party. I know, uh, Mike Martz. Uh, who is one of the founders of Aftershock Comics? Mm-hmm. He's yes. into the sports. He's into the sports. He he likes the <laughs> he likes the sportsmanship thing, right. the ball games. He's into so the when ball you call games. it the sports, <laughs> um, at least not like Mitt Romney. Sport. I'm into sport. I really like sport. Uh, <laughs> the best commercial was not a movie trailer. I don't agree with this. Now, now oh, let, let me right, hear. Right, let me hear why you think it's the best. Let 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 me hear your your roll. All right, I, I will actually Let's tell you the exactly out. why it's the best. Okay, okay, because right. Bud Light has been doing since last Super Bowl. Yeah, this since this medieval the last big bowl uh-huh. uh, since the last big ball ball game. game. Yeah, the sport game. They've been <laughs> doing the uh, dilly dilly, yes. the Bud Night, which which to be honest with you. It's and I like so that they didn't bother to explain. As, as far as I know, I like that they didn't bother to explain Dilly Dilly. A, it's such a great premise mm-hmm. that they failed so miserably with their previous commercials. Like you sit there, go like the Bud Night, yeah, and then they and then make these commercials, and you're like, oh, that could have been so much better. Like even people who are not writers, and I'm not a I'm not a commercial advertising the ones that there are, the- writer. I'm just talking about people in general watching it, going like. Yeah, we we that could have been better. Like everything with the Bud Knight could have been better. <gasps> up until last year, up until that last Up until Sunday oh, when they Sunday. upped their game and did the best commercial of the Super Bowl. <sighs> okay. Which was the Game of Thrones crossover, mm-hmm. which was having the Bud Knight only get 8 his years eyes. too late on the on the last year of Game of Thrones. No, ever. no, <laughs> that's what made it even so much better. Is they did it? They finally did it. They had a they had the mountain mm-hmm. destroy the Bud Knight. <laughs> when is I mean, Allah, the guy who, by the way, is friends with a guy uh, with a friend of mine. So I know the guy who knows the guy who knows Oberon who got his eyes plunked out. I am the guy who knows the guy that knows. Oberon. Okay, all right. And then the dragon comes and just blows them all up. Dilly dilly, awesome, 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 Chris. Thumbs up, thumbs down. It was so loud at my Super Bowl party, I didn't hear any of the <laughs> That too. That too. After my Super fact. Bowl party, like they, they like oh, to talk through the commercials. After the fact, no? <laughs> it was cool to see. But I mean, I think the evening was such a was such a was, and and look, the difference between us is I was never looking into the, the Bud Light commercials for any potential whatsoever. I was like, oh, the Bud Knight. That's interesting. <laughs> That's all right. I like the commercial where the you guy... You just like picked up the comic off the rack, and, and you're like, yeah, I don't like, know what the back history yeah, of this is. Yeah, I don't know is. what this is. But, but then you see the editor's note, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's a history to that's, that's interesting. Alicia Davis just joined. Literally just joined. He said, best commercial of the day. I, okay. I, give well, a I guess that makes it right, then. <laughs> but here's the funny thing about, the, uh, about that uh, I like awesome the commercial where he throws the two people in the dungeon because they try to, they try to make him drink mead. Oh, the yeah, king, they tried to make the king drink me instead of his it, Bud Light. Have you ever had mead? It's terrible. It's not good. It's just awful. Depends on the mead. Here's the funny thing about that I've Game of Thrones several, commercial, though. Several so I, of mead, and some of it is good. I did some digging afterwards, and it took me a lot of time to find the press release that they released afterwards, um, and also to uh, quote a Polygon.com interview. Uh, sorry, article. HBO insisted the Game of Thrones Super Bowl crossover kill the Bud Knight. So HBO actually went out of their way. Uh, now, can you tell me for a second, uh-huh. for a moment, what exactly was wrong with that commercial? With what? 
with the mountain. <laughs> well, what do you mean? I don't. I, I don't get what you. He mean. was wearing the old king guard, king's guard. Oh my armor. god! Hey, did you want to talk about this or what? Holy! F- did you want to talk about bing, this bing, or what? Bing, bing, bing. Shit! <laughs> bing. Don't bring it up. If you According don't to a press it. release that followed the so debut, okay, you didn't know. Well, wait. <laughs> you can no, just admit so, you didn't so know. So hang on, hang on. No, I did not know. <laughs> nor will I ever know. Nor will I ever care to know that. That's oh my imp- god, that's an important detail. All right. Well, here's that's the funny important. part about what you just said, and it actually segues into what I'm about to say. According to a press release that followed the debut, the spot was the work of two directors: Bud Light's Spencer Riviera, who shepherded the original Bud Night campaign, and David Nutter, the director of The Red Wedding who reunited with more than 25 Game of Thrones crew members to shoot the commercial's conclusion. Mm. Seeing as the marketing for the final season is meant to be mysterious and scarce, show creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss were personally involved with the creation for the spot. Uh, The real twist of the spot is that Anheuser-Busch ad executives were wary to embark on the crossover at all. Surprise, surprise. A Wall Street Journal postmortem suggests that those running the Bud campaign were wary over allowing the mountain to mash the Bud Knight into Mm -hmm. oblivion. I'm surprised they would let them do that. That's their mascot. HBO's marketing chief, Chris... I'm going to butcher this. Yeah. Spadaccini. Actually, I didn't Mm. butcher it because it's Italian. Maybe. Had other thoughts. The Bud Knight had to die. Which is how we wound up with a brutal murder on primetime network television. That you is got probably a chini that you couldn't do murder. <laughs> <laughs> is that just did that just happen? <laughs> Who's Myrtle? What the hell? Are you I'd argue about? with you <laughs> if I had any leg to stand on. Yeah. That's a drop, by the way. <laughs> and if Hassan would get up his lazy ass and oh, make that drop, oh, there it is. We'll have it next show. There it is. That, that we'll have it next one. <laughs> <laughs> Hassan's always like I've been shamed. Hassan's always it. like, you gotta tell me when you want <laughs> you want these drops to be made. I literally just did. All right, yeah. That is probably not the best thing to be showing. Andy Goler, vice president of marketing for Bud Light, told the Wall Street Journal. But they let it happen. Having our, letting our mascot that we spent millions of dollars on be slaughtered by an outdated version of of a pop culture icon, right? Yeah. That's probably not the best idea we could have come up with. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it got them a little bit of attention, though, right? Did, yeah, what did it do for them? Do we, do we have the oh, metrics absolutely. on? So let me let me tell you right now. I'm gonna just go from my own personal stat meter. Okay. <laughs> let me let me tell you about Bud Light. Actually, a second. All, All right? right, hold let on. Me tell you about Bud I Light. you know I always listen to a story about Bud Light. Bud Light was beer flavored water. The premier drink of any college student mm? my wife will go on record and I, say I that too attended college the yuppie the yuppie college kids only drank bud light whereas the poor because there was college no kids, alcoholic content no, no, no. in it the poor college kids would go for natty light <laughs> genesee light because that was the cheapest beer you could get okay so so that was actually looked down on this is the age I know. This is the age where Bud Light drinkers the actually good, had someone is, to look down the on. The good thing is we don't have any millennial uh, viewers and or downloaders. I'm just assuming we're all like fucking old as fuck as like us. Bing, 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 bing. bing. What the heck? Um, what? What no one in the studio and I know. just let it loose? <laughs> I know. Ah, why not? <laughs> uh, who gives a fork? So Bud Light was seen as the as the beer of choice for, for the uh, upper... You know. Upper middle class. Yes. The upper echelon. Yes. But not only that, though, I could drink like 12 of those. And it was amazing. Because they had no alcohol in them. I know. So it's Bud like Light, Bud Light actually has a, has a fond memory to me. So That being said, so wait, 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 wait. The story, the story goes somewhere. Myself. The story goes somewhere. Ready? But as I got older and the craft brewery scene started popping up, I started getting into craft breweries. Mm-hmm. I started getting into craft brews. And then I got old. I have. I'm married old. and I have kids. So I'm old, right? I'm old as uh, I'm old AF. And um, recently, my wife Only and I. Old you got and I kids. say recent. And I say recently. <laughs> yes, I say recently at a. Uh, we were at a minor league baseball game mm-hmm. this past summer, and there is a craft brew room that you can get beer from. Uh, my wife was tasked with getting us beer, um, as we're like literally shepherding our child to the train to ride around the ballpark because it's a minor league baseball stadium. It's great, and all you care about is just making sure your kid is. Has attention a hundred percent of the time, because mm, she hands me children the, thieves. She hands me the beer, <laughs> and I drink it. And I go, oh, is this a Hefweizen? Is this? 
happens? It's got a lighter. Oh. It's got a lighter. Uh, oh, shame. A lighter. Is this it, it's, shame? And she goes, "It's a Bud Light." And I go, <laughs> "It's delicious." <laughs> <laughs> so, my stat meter for that commercial was not only do I love Bud Light again, Bud Light is wonderful, but it was an amazing crossover with Game of Thrones. I guess. Quick but question do, before do we go. Do you think that they gained anything out of it? I, I'm going to drink more Bud Light. So they gained you. They got yes. you at least. Okay. That's, uh, that was, I'm good that for at least. The, that was the moral of your story. If I could drink 12, I'm good for at least six now. <laughs> Fair so, enough. We'll go for Bud Light after this show. Now, the irony is I don't get out much. <laughs> no, so, you just get your own little case. You know? So 12 beers it's not from a Thursday to a Sunday with an occasional Monday night wing night. With an occasional Thursday night. It's not night. as pathetic if you drink a case of Bud Light alone. Keg party. Because Bud Light is so is so light on yeah, you that it really is like drinking some Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> it's really Darren, not Darren, that bad. Darren Guzman chimed in, Stella Artois. <laughs> <laughs> that, when was a, we that was the best commercial. back, we've got an amazing spin the racks. We've got Rob Liefeld, and we've got a guy uh, who took Mr. Freeze to the extreme. I had a ticket bought for me by, oh, okay, okay. A, by an enthusiastic friend. No. Did you know that that friend now asked me to go? So does that mean I don't have a ticket anymore? This is correct. This is correct. I actually passed it on to Sam. So now Sam so is going, going with your friend. With my friend. To the show. Well, now I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> and none of it's good. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. This was, a, this was a cool show because we didn't have big-time Netflix producers. We didn't have <laughs> podcast hosts. Uh, we didn't have Marvel executives. We just had me and you. And we had a whole bunch of Super Bowl commercials. And... That's why I say the show sucked. <laughs> what we do every week, we Not go the- Spinning. Local man arrested after cosplaying Mr. Freeze and yelling cold weather puns at people. Well, I got so. Was it too soon? Let me do. Let me do. Let me. Let me do both a side story and a little backstory for all of our listeners. Right? Yeah. Okay. The backstory is. It's been effing cold last week. Yeah, this week's kind of warm. Like, no, this week was amazing. It was like 60 degrees, which is why I'm, I'm with the South Park guys where I was never against climate change. Like I was never against like the science of it, but I was kind of like, I need kind of, I need, I need to know there's proof. When it goes to like 14 and then all of a sudden it's like 60, I'm like, all right, all right I'm good. And even the South Park guys are like, all right, I guess Man Bear Pig is real. <laughs> we, should, we should probably do something about it. <laughs> And we only have a few years left. So. That's the backstory, right? Mm. The side story is the cool part about doing this show is you just have people come out of the woodworks and they're like, "I thought you'd be interested in this." And most of the time, I'm like, uh, "Yeah, uh, I don't need to know about Stanley because I've known about Stanley for a mm-hmm, long time." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But a friend of mine, Jeff Buterman, sent me local man arrested after cosplaying Mr. Freeze and yelling cold weather puns this is from the Sioux Falls Headliner. A local man was arrested early Wednesday, that was last week, at Walmart after walking around the parking lot yelling cold weather puns at shoppers. Mm-hmm. He told me he was going to s- change the stop sign to save freeze. He was dressed up in some clear plastic that looked like hand-painted baby blue. That, that's what the article says. Right. To really get the whole ice look down. He was also trying to talk like Arnold did in Batman and Robin. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Not everyone thought the man's puns were funny, though. Probably the man not. told me I needed to cool it. On the oh, makeup I was wearing. Oh, boy. I took serious offense to that. Who says that to a person? I'm really thinking about suing him, said one woman we spoke with. Who what? was actually... Wait, this is the best part. This is in the article. Said one woman... One woman we spoke with who was actually wearing too much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Authorities were called. 
After a few citizens were concerned in yeah. the man's they were well-being concerned about her state. makeup, not the guy dressed like Mr. Freeze. They arrested her, too. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joker out here and some guy dressed like Mr. Freeze. The best part, though, is authorities were called after a few citizens, citizens were concerned about the man's well-being and mental state. Have they been to Comic-Cons? Oh, my God. They, well, there would be arrests everywhere. Yeah. Right? But you still got to look at it. That's into like this. the glass line where Sarah Paulson's okay. like, Have you been to a comic book convention? Yeah. <laughs> however, 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 if you were a cop, you got to look into the guy dressed like Mr. Freeze. You, you have to. <laughs> if it's not a convention happening and it's just a random Wednesday, you, you got to go. You got to go check that guy out. You don't necessarily have to do anything to him. Yeah. You might just want to observe him running around and being silly. But you. But you, uh, you owe it to society at large to check that guy out at least once. When we showed up to arrest him, he told my officers they needed to chill. <laughs> Come on. This guy's awesome. They thought it was pretty funny, but we still brought him in for questioning. <laughs> you guys need to chill. Chill out, bird boy. I literally just <laughs> sunk my seat. Yeah, I saw that with my laptop. I was trying to. I was trying to hold the show while you were, you had their technical difficulty over there. <laughs> the man was released after making more cold weather jokes on the way to the department. You gotta admire how he. Just, I love him. That, I love that you guy. You gotta admire how he had enough cold weather jokes on hand to hold off an entire community. How much, of how much prep work goes into? That, that's a lot. That's a lot. And that's, that's a lot, right? And it, I'm assuming it was cold that day anyway, right? So that's kind of brave to be out there in the cold wearing a costume, you know, talking about how cold it is. All right, before we go on the next, nose, though. before we go on to the next story, Darren C. Guzman keeps telling me about the Cell Artois commercial. Yes, it started the dude. Yes, it did. And I actually did kind of like the commercial. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was it was a pretty funny commercial. Victoria Bennett though wonders um, why even bother spending all that money for primetime spots if everyone's just gonna watch it earlier. The dude commercial was the only commercial I saw earlier. Yeah, it was the only one that broke. Very. And quite and frankly, I don't like watching the commercials before the Super Bowl. It and it and basically they broke the dude commercial early because when Jeff Bridges basically announced that he was putting his dude costume back on, yeah. everyone thought they were making a sequel. Yeah. So he kind of had to. He kind of had to get control of that brush fire before. Uh, yeah. Before people saw, is is this all? And then it started breaking yeah. the place up. So. Yeah. That's the only reason we saw it early. I, don't I completely agree. See, I don't want to see. I agree, like, but you know what? What I what I think does suck though. Sometimes you will see the commercial on 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 uh, the ball game night, and uh, <laughs> you will see the commercial, and it'll be this extended version of the commercial, and you won't be able to find that particular version of the commercial ever again. And that's what kind of bugs yeah. me. You know, there'll be like this. There'll be like a two minute like feature commercial. Yes. That's kind of a special thing, and you want to just see that version again, and then everywhere you look for it, it'll be like the 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 edited version or the you know the dumbed down version of it. That kind of gets on my nerves. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, we got one more story tonight, and I think this is this is actually one I held over from last week as well too. Mm-hmm. It's from Chris Arant. Okay, it was actually pronounced Chris Arant, but I think Arant is a hey, much man. better murder Myrtle. I think you should totally do that <laughs> from Newsarama. Liefeld pulls out of Netflix deal. Shopping extreme universe elsewhere. Rob Liefeld has announced that his deal with Netflix... They fired him. ...for film adaptions <laughs> of his several uh, extreme titles is dissolved and he is shopping the rights elsewhere. In a brief statement on Twitter, the Image Comics founder, uh, co-founder, said mm. there was an impasse just months into, deal, into the deal announced back in March. I get questions about Netflix all the time. After being in an impasse this summer, I took extreme elsewhere for a better fit and deal. There is no Netflix deal uh, more soon enough. Now, let me, I'll tell you from experience dealing with different production companies and dealing with like Hollywood in general. I'm shopping a bunch of stuff and I have people shopping things for me right now. It's such a cluster F. Like, it's just such a cluster F. Like we have three different people shopping the same thing for us. And at the same time, we're like, yes to this, no to that. So when I read this, you know, when you read this from the outside, you're kind of like, oh. <gasps> What's going on? Did he did he get fired? Like you said, this and that. I'm just like, no, it's probably it's probably just Hollywood. It's probably just like Yeah. It's no longer I mean the 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 lesson learned from all this stuff is let the let the comic book people tell the stories that they want to tell. Yeah. 
like from Marvel. Well, that's why I always wanted to get into into comics. Right. It's like you have total control. Well, I mean, that's that's the overt. That's the on. That's that's the message on top, right? That's the cover letter. Like, just let these guys, you know, do what they want, and look at look at the MCU. You get that result. Yeah. But the the reality of it is. They want the MCU result, but they still want control. Yeah. So they'll let someone like Lyfield come in and pitch his stuff, and they'll say, hey, we're very interested in this because right. we very much want to set this up. But we want to change all your characters into women, and we want to change all <laughs> the, you know, we yeah. want to make this, uh, you know, we want to make it in Seattle instead of New York because our demographic shows X because of Y. Yeah. And it's like, well, you don't really want what I'm selling yeah. then. Yeah. And that's kind of usually how it happens so so here's the funny thing too um i'm just reading more of the article too um back in march uh when the deal was announced lifefield described it as a seven figure rights deal for six extreme titles i'm gonna play can you name these titles just say yes or no brigade yeah blood strike no that sounds like the wizard uh, yeah. name your Rob Liefeld character <laughs> yes. which by the way popped up as a meme on twitter <laughs> and became huge as well cybrid no. Rejects. No. Blood Wolf. Yeah. That was the uh, black and white, right? That was the image. What was the No, Blood like Wolf. The, uh, Blood Wolf was the Wolverine. Like, no, 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 but, but but I'm saying it was it was, it was part red. of the anthology though. Maybe. That Jim Lee did. Remember? It was Jim Lee had a Jim Lee had um uh who was the Vietnam vet? Yeah, where he, drew, but that he, where was, he basically was like I want to draw like Frank Miller and so he Right. He drew, but like, that Frank wasn't Miller. Blood Wolf. Yeah, but no, Blood Wolf was part of that. He was Part, part of, that, of that, but he was that wasn't the character. And Kaboom. I don't know. I, I think I think so. Other titles such as Young Blood, Prophet, Young and Blood. Evangeline weren't included in the deal. So I kind of have a feeling like Netflix is, is like, no, uh, we're getting your sloppy seconds. Yeah, nobody knows who any of these characters are. They have no history, really. Kind of don't want to be in a business with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's my prediction. All right, Kaboom. Next I mean, week, check out my awesome interview with Macy Gray. She talks Spider-Man. She talks just music in general, which turns off all most of our viewers. So I'm going to stick to the Spider-Man stuff as much as humanly possible. <laughs> Tune in next week. We'll see you then.